What's up, guys? Nick Scripp on the P2W Fantasy Podcast. We have the Dynasty Transactions Episode 1 for this show in the offseason. We still have NFL football going on with the playoffs. Tons of exciting stuff. I feel like you still can be active in your Dynasty Leagues right now when it comes to trading just because people are still very into football and still watching the game. So that keeps their fantasy interest still alive and still active. Through the offseason, I will address some buys, sells, holds for Dynasty Leagues with clear reasonings to why. Being active in buying players who have had dips in their prices and selling those with inflated prices is capitalizing on values in Dynasty. So first one, I'm going to say shop Isaiah Hodgins. Hold on buying, but you can try later. So I mentioned Hodgins prior to playoffs as a player to try and stash if available. He played 80 plus percent of the snaps the last five games straight of the regular season. During the span, he averaged 15.2 fantasy points per game. He had four touchdowns. All of Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and Richie James are set to be unrestricted free agents for 2023. I also mentioned that during this time of year, all eyes are on the NFL playoffs. Players in the wildcard round, Hodgins led all Giants receivers, catching eight balls for 105 receiving yards and a touchdown. I posted about his game, and here were some of the comments. Quote, someone is going to want a first. Quote, nobody who has him will sell him for less than a first. Guy was a great prospect coming out of college. And then there was a reference to Gabriel Davis. So while I think Hodgins is a buy for Dynasty just because he stepped up for the Giants at the end of the season, multiple wide receivers are set to be unrestricted free agents, he's looking good in the playoffs, now is not the time with him being in the spotlight if you wanted to acquire him. So if you wanted to acquire him, I would wait until later on, especially with the, when uh, the Giants are not playing football. If you have him... Look what happened to Gabriel Davis' stock last year during this time of year after that big four-touchdown game. He was being sold sky-high in Dynasty. So if somebody is paying a high second or is overpaying with players for him, I'd hear them out. So I can see both sides of this with capitalizing in value or holding off if you want to acquire until later. Next guy I'm going to mention by Khalil Shakir. Again, with all the focus on the players in the playoffs right now, uh, with with the Bills being one of the only teams still on TV, maybe now is not the perfect time to buy him. But Shakir did not do anything out of this world this past weekend to give him that you know huge bump in his price, maybe like Hodgins. Chances uh, that he is available on your waivers in your Dynasty League, just depending on the depth of your Dynasty League. I know I play in some Dynasty Leagues that have nobody available. I have uh, some Dynasty Leagues where the benches are not Uh, that big. So there's a lot of people available. So it just kind of depends on your league. He did catch three passes for 51 yards in the wild card round. Week seven, he had his big flash catching three passes for 75 yards and a touchdown. 2021, he ranked number 24 in receiving yards and number 32 in receptions in college football in his final season at Boise State. There's a true chance that he takes over the slot role for Buffalo. Young wide receiver running routes, uh, running routes for, for uh, Josh Allen in the slot is appealing to me. J.J. Zacharyson, who I respect a ton, really liked him as a prospect and noted that he graded uh, Shakir out well in his model. I feel like a late third-round pick for a dart throw 
or an add-in to a bigger deal could be worth it. So maybe you throw a third out just to see how uh, that that manager feels it out. Maybe it's a late third, you know. Um, maybe you have a bigger deal with bigger name guys, and you can say, "Hey, can we add Shakir into this deal?" So I would look to to buy Khalil Shakir and take that uh, chance in a great offense for him to take over that slot one day. Next, I'm going to say sell Isaiah Pacheco. Five touchdowns on the year. For fantasy, he had eight weeks of double-digit scoring. Following the uh, bye, he had four games of 15-plus carries. On paper, Pacheco was the lead running back for the Chiefs. He had 830 rushing yards on the year. Mahomes was in second place on the team with 358. So big difference between Pacheco rushing yardage and anybody else on the roster. 170 rushing attempts. Jarek McKinnon was next with only 72. Several asterisks, though. He had just two games the entire year played with over 50% of the snaps. Jarek McKinnon was heavily utilized in the passing game, which kept those numbers away from Pacheco and him off the field at times. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been on the IR. Could he have won touches back at practice or in games? We're not sure. I mean, this is a former first-round investment by the Chiefs in comparison to Pacheco, who was a seventh-round investment. I foresee a future in Kansas City, regardless that is a committee of some sort. The seventh-round running back who stepped up may not have the most backing to get all of the keys. And I feel like right now you can get a decent return for Isaiah Pacheco just knowing that he's in a great offense and he's been the lead rushing running back. Next, by Deontay Johnson. In 2021, Deontay Johnson averaged 17.2 points per game for the year. Drastic drop-off to 10.6 points per game in 2022. What did not help was 51.9 receiving yards per game and zero touchdowns scored. Player profiler ranked him number 55 in his target accuracy for wide receivers. In 2022, he ranked sixth in targets with 147. If we go backwards to see what his targets have looked like the last three seasons, 147 this year, last year 169, and 144 the year prior to that. I do believe the cliche when people say it that targets are earned, and he's been a guy that has earned them now three seasons in a row. He's a 26-year-old wide receiver in an offense that has a chance to take steps forward He had over 1,100 receiving yards in 2021 and eight touchdowns. So it's not like we've never seen him do well in the receiving yards or touchdowns department. There's a lot of focus right now on uh, George Pickens as well. I do like George Pickens, but he seems to be the the shining piece uh, for Dynasty in that offense. I still believe Deontay Johnson will be heavily targeted in 2023. If he scores and can get those receiving yard numbers up, then throwing a mid to late second can definitely be worth it in your dynasty league. Last buy here is buy J.K. Dobbins. ACL tear last season. We had to wait three weeks to first see Dobbins, and upon his return, he was not given a ton of work, seeing above 10 touches just once in four games before missing the next six. Weeks 14 through 17, he came back and really showed us some flashes, 120 rushing yards and a touchdown week 14, 125 rushing yards the very next week, 93 in week 17. We saw some breakaway plays that showed us that ability, but also on those plays, we could tell that he wasn't 100%. During the span of games, he had 8, 9.6, 4.9, and 5.5 yards per carry in those outings. So very good with what he was doing with the ball in his hands. 
in the playoffs, he, he went 13 for 62, 13 uh, attempts for 62 yards. So another game with uh, good yards per carry there. We've seen how guys like Delvin Cook, Saquon Barkley needed a full year before their bounce back season. I feel J.K. Dobbins can be on that same wave. Baltimore tends to lean on a committee back approach to a degree. Gus Edwards is still there for one more season, but Dobbins, in my opinion, is their best back. And we saw glimpses of what he can do when he's going to be 100%. If you have an older veteran running back or an early second round pick, and I need to build my running back room, maybe go younger. I think J.K. Dobbins is a guy that's price is probably not super high just based off of an iffy season, but he's a guy that showed us what he could do once he does bounce back and is fully healthy next season for that Ravens offense. So again, I'd say for this episode, try to shop Isaiah Hodgins, see if somebody's going to overpay. I do like him. He's probably a buy, but I would say later on in the season, uh, if his price dips down back to earth, uh, buy Khalil Shakir, sell Isaiah Pacheco, buy Deontay Johnson, buy J.K. Dobbins. We'll try to have more sells on the next episode, but again, I, I, I'm going to do this um, this specific show multiple times this offseason to give you guys ideas of who I would be looking to acquire or sell, and most importantly, why. So thanks for checking out this episode, guys. If you did like what you heard, share it. You know, if you if you interacted with it on on uh, you know Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, maybe. Um, but uh, also make sure you are subscribing because I'm going to be dropping a shit ton of content this offseason per usual always with the intent to help you guys play to win. Good luck, guys. Enjoy the rest of the games this weekend.